Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the Small Seed Big Impact Podcast. We hope these episodes plant seeds that inspire big impacts in your life. Shane and I are your hosts. Don't hesitate to reach out to us on social media and let us know what you thought of this week's episode. All right, y'all, enjoy. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Small Seed Big Impact. We are currently self-quarantined-ish. We're not quarantined at all. We're self-quarantining. But in reality, self-quarantine is what we do every day of our life anyways. Like Shane and I were just joking about this. It's like the only thing that's going to stay open is the grocery stores and pharmacies, right? Yeah. So only essentials. As everybody listening to this knows, that's happening like throughout the country. No, yeah. It might not happen here. We'll see like how the cases continue. But um, like Shane and I, what were you saying? You're like, oh, I'm just going to go... Like, to work with all my coworkers. Oh, it's just me. Oh, yeah. You know how you were saying that this yeah. morning? I was going to do a funny post, but I thought it was too incentive. It's just like, we don't work with anyone. We literally just work yeah. with each other. Like, oh. We work at a, in a private room that's just us, a.k.a. just Shane. I'm only there on Sundays. So we literally work, like, isolated. We don't ever go anywhere or do anything. Like, our office is our house. Our gym is our house. Our gym is our house. That was the, that was the, that was the big one. Everyone's like, oh, I got to do home workouts. I'm like, oh, me too. <laughs> Oh, man, so tough. Jeez. <laughs> and then we just hang so out with people. What's that called? Practice self-distancing. What's it called? Self-distancing? Is that what they're calling yes, it? Yes, self-distancing. Yep. I go to the kitchen by myself. <laughs> I ride in the car Work by myself. Work out by myself. Work out by myself. <laughs> but this is a interesting time in society right now, wouldn't you say? I would not say. We don't want to. We don't want to open up that door. We'll only talk about... The nice things. No. It's just interesting all of this is going on right now. But something I did want to talk about is I feel like, well, this is what, it's like been like, an, uh, it's been in a snowball effect of multiple things that like I've been seeing throughout this week of people like changing their habits and their routines because now they quote unquote have to. But one of the things is mother nature. Like mother nature is so happy right now that we're having this pandemic Sorry to hear Sonny's little dancing nails in the background. What, buddy? Because I feel like I saw I saw a picture of when China was quarantined or when they were in their lockdown, and it was like all it was like showing the pollution from above, like a satellite picture from above, and it was like you know the pollution's like red, yellow, orange, whatever. It was like red over like certain areas, and then it showed it like two weeks later after they were in lockdown for two weeks, and it was like some places were gone completely. And some places were, like, yellow. I'll have to show you the picture. Yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. So it's a satellite picture showing the pollution. I, and I the pollution changes because, because no one's out like doing anything. I feel like you have to, like, see. Huh? I feel like you have to, like, see that to understand the impact of it. Oh, I like mean, the, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, the picture is, like, crazier. But it's, like, literally, there's almost no pollution. Or there's very little pollution, which is crazy. And I feel like that's happening now. Like you were saying, downtown, people are walking. Oh, yeah. I was just... People are just outside more, enjoying life. Usually, I drive through downtown. I mean, I don't drive through that neighborhood I was in today very often because I was out picking up drugs, but to hold us over for self-quarantine. Didn't. <laughs> just kidding. Holly sent me to go pick up a teething necklace. Yeah, where is that thing? It's over there. I actually don't know. I handed it to you. No, you didn't. I it's, never saw it, it. It's right here. 
Listen, yeah. I've been, I mean, I've been editing these podcasts, and then we've had no edits. All right. And now we're going to need to edit this one. Why? Because. Anyway, so, um, but yeah, there was just like a, an abnormal amount of people walking on the sidewalk or walking on the street or just outside, or I went, I drove by this park that I've never seen before in my life, and there was, it had tennis courts and volleyball courts, which oh, was cool. kind of cool. Yeah. And every court was taken. The, like, there was like six on six teams of volleyball. And I was, oh, I was so surprised. Well, it's kind of near NC State, so. Oh, maybe it's like the college kids. Um, but yeah, just like tons of people who you would know that don't value walking every day were walking. Yeah, it's crazy. I do feel like more people are starting to just have the appreciation for the things that we kind of take advantage of. Like, literally small things, even like going outdoors and breathing fresh air. Like, some people, the only time they're outdoors is walking in and out, like walking from their house to their car, walking from their car to that's their me. work, walking from, yeah, like that's the only time like they don't go outside and go on a walk at night or they don't like go sit outside and like, like, you know, we sit on, I sit on the front porch pretty often with Opal and yeah, I play outside with Opal working. anyways. I know, but like, even like at night, like, oh, okay, it's nice out. Like, let me go take a walk. You take Sunny on a walk. So you do get out at least once. Yeah. But that's for a purpose. But still, you're outside. Yeah, I guess. I mean, people are probably walking their dogs and stuff, and that's nice. Now you get to take your dog on a nice long walk, and you don't have to do a rushed morning walk, which most people do, <laughs> like a two-second <laughs> where they just let their dog in the backyard. They're like, okay, there you go. Yeah, the rushing is what usually complicates life. Yeah. And that's because people, it's like we're people being, are structured. We're being forced to slow down. Yes. And I feel like in that, there's a lot of... It's, it's really hard, like, everything that's happening, because from, like, a business standpoint where we are, it's really hard, um, because you see the direct impact that closing things down is going to have on a business, like restaurants and, like, these places that, that operate on really small margins, or these places that, you know, may have spent money expecting to make that money back, like, they're not going to recover for being closed for two, yeah. three, four, five, six weeks, depending on how long, like, in certain areas... If this doesn't go away for six weeks, like, you know. Did you say happening. Boston? Well, you said Boston closed for six weeks? No, I did not. Yeah, that all their events oh, were through yeah, they, April. They, like, yeah, they, they they had not been closed for six weeks. No, but, like, the, they, their like, events are down. closed down yeah, for six but weeks. But as soon as people start away. getting their common sense back, they'll fix that shit. Yeah. All right, but let's jump into all of the benefits, all of the good things that are happening because... Of this nationwide slowdown. Do tell. Huh? Do tell. All right. One thing. <laughs> well, I feel like I already said this at the beginning. Mother nature. I feel like because less of us are going out and using our cars, because some of these like really big factories and things have had to shut down, and like there's just been a lot less bustle going around and a lot less pollution going into the air that I feel like that's one helping like our air pollution even like lights and stuff being on and things like that like there's just more people home less people out doing things and now businesses are literally like having to close so they're closing or they're like restricting their hours to just certain hours and things like that but also i just was telling wait was i telling you about the italy thing kind of but go ahead so i was just like saw an article that was saying that um there's like dolphins and swans and geese yeah isn't a swan a geese oh no i think a swan and a geese are two different birds uh, but they're both yes they're both (laughs) they're both white aren't they both like the white birds swan or white geese can be multiple colors oh 
I can't remember if it was a swan or a geese, to be honest, now that you said that. Swans are more Anyways, and uh, fish. Yeah, (laughs) swans and fish and dolphins, all like that are reappearing in the canals in Venice. And they haven't seen them for like 60 plus years. Like these animals have not been there in 60 plus years. And not only can are the animals coming back, but also for the first time in like the same thing, like over 60 years, ever since like ever since tourism really started booming there, you can like see to the bottom of the canals, which the canals like when we were there, it's like so cloudy and like grimy, like it just looked dirty. Like it looked like you would not want to stick your hand in there. Like it looked kind of grimy. And you can see to the bottom, like you see all the seaweed at the bottom and you see like all the fish are swimming around. And it's basically kind of like, I feel like it's just mother nature is like replenishing itself. It's funny how animals will migrate back to where they would have always migrated if they have the ability. This is a great example of like the farming restoration. As soon as humans stop doing something, the earth will correct itself. So you motherfuckers don't have to do anything but nothing. Exactly. They're they're so so easy. easy. Everyone's like, let's invent and create all this other bunch of nonsense and chemicals and rotations and all this bullshit. Just stop doing something. Like, literally just leave the habitat alone and watch it flourish. And it will replenish itself. Yeah. That's like the biggest biggest little farm. Yes, yeah. Yeah. That one story, I'm like, everyone needs to apply this right now. Probably some of you listening have heard of that. The Biggest Little Farm is basically a farm of dead dirt. They didn't even call it, no, sand. They didn't even call it dirt because dirt has nutrients in it. Sand is like just nothing. No, like soil. Dry. Oh. Dirt, soil. Dirt is nutrient-less. Soil is nutrient. Is nutrient-dense. Yeah. So, yeah. And they basically bought a farm that was completely dead. Sorry, this is kind of going off track, but you got to know about it. And then... It's a good story. No, shout it out, is a good shout story. Shout out Rich Roll. <laughs> for once again, providing a pretty cool podcast. Yes. Um, yeah, so they just, they basically like let all of the natural animals come back and they let like the animals roam on their land. They had like, no, they didn't do any chemicals. They planted plants. They let like, it restore for like three yeah, years. Yeah, for itself. Didn't yeah. they, before they planted anything, Yeah, they right? just let it restore for three years and then they saw like everything blooming again. And then, then they planted plants... They left it completely organic, didn't add any type of chemicals, like left it open so the animals could come in and mm-hmm. wander. And certain like bugs, right? Yeah, like everything. No, uh, but didn't certain like weren't certain bugs like making sure that the crop like yeah. is basically well, like preserving it's yeah. atomic. Like it takes care of itself. Exactly. Like we don't like humans are we the ones killing need, it. Yeah, we like, think we need to have our hands in everything. Yeah. And then so letting like basically planting it and just letting it naturally take care of itself with all the animals, bugs and all those things. It had a uh, 70% higher yield than a non-GM, no, than a GMO crop, which blows everyone's mind, people. Like, think, like you think people use GMOs to make crops better and bigger, but really they just make it to poison you. And really all it does is poison the earth. Right, yeah. So that soon, we, to the soon soil. we won't be able to, yeah, like soon we won't be able to continue growing crops on these same fields that we grow crops on now. I know, but most people don't care about the earth, but you should care about your bodies. So. It's true. And you should also care about the earth I mean, because yes, literally, like, where, what are you, like, where are you going to go But the people who don't care about the earth are the ones that only think about themselves. But yeah. if you think about yourself, you wouldn't put shit inside yourself. Yeah. Anyway. So, go listen to that podcast. It's really good. I don't know what it's called. It's called The Big, Biggest Little Farm. Mm-hmm. Google it. And that's also, it's also a documentary, like, movie. Oh, that's that cool. Tells, yeah, I watched it. Did you? Yeah. That tells, like, the whole story of it. And he set it up to be, like, more of a movie. So, it has, like, characters. Like a Sundance. Huh? Yeah. Like a Sundance film? Yeah, exactly. Holly loves Sundance films. Beat you up. <laughs> All right. So, The Earth's Restoration, Article 1. 
What's, art- what's, what's Article 2? <laughs> article 2. Parents spending more time with their kids. Or family spending more or time family, with yeah, themselves. Or families spending too. more time together. Like, a lot of people together. have, like, or, yeah, if you're time not off a family. from work. Mm-hmm. Or if you do have a family, just incorporating relationships or community. We'll call it community. I feel like families are kind of staying more isolated to their themselves. I'd and let, really, I'd and let really, friends come over. And really, like, spending that time with each other. No, because it's, like, especially if you have two parents that work. Oh, yeah. Or, like, if you're a single parent. Or, like, whatever it is. I mean, not everyone at this, like, point in time is blessed enough to be able to work from home or to even have, like, that be an option. Whether, like, your job's, like, okay, you don't have to work or you're, like, or your job's telling you that you're doing everything online. I know that that's not everybody. The people who are getting to do that are getting to spend a lot more time with their family, which are things that I feel like they don't ever, like, you never really... Or the people that just straight up don't have work, which kind of, like... Oh, yeah, that's It's the silver lining, though. Yeah. That's what we're going to call this podcast. The silver lining. Yeah. It is because I know like people in the, in in, like certain industries that are like getting really hurt right now, like travel industry or even like food and beverage industry, things like that. It's like you probably went from a full-time job where your tips are like paying your entire rent to five hours this week. I know. (laughs) Like it's crazy. Like they're like, like had, they have no staff now. You don't need anyone or they're just completely closing because it's like. Nobody's coming in. It's pointless to pay someone to be there when it's empty. Or or keep it running. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but I feel like it's really good that, like, people are getting to spend time with the people in their lives. Because when you think about, like, especially in society nowadays, a lot of parents are just, like, putting their kid into the next activity. Like, okay, you have dance and you have soccer, then you have your, like... I don't know, piano lessons. And it's just like, that's all the kid does like all day long. And the parent doesn't, and then the parents at work all day and the parent doesn't really actually get to spend time with their kids, but they also don't really get to spend time as a family. Unless it's like a sought out, like unless it's time that they put aside like a vacation or something. But even that on a vacation, you're typically like, you have things planned, you're doing stuff. It's not really like just isolated in your house. Like, let's make this fun. So I feel like that's kind of cool. I feel like I'm sure a lot of parents, like thankfully... We get to spend a lot of time with, like, or I do at least, get to spend a lot of time with Opal anyways. But I feel like for parents who are always working, it's nice to have this time to be able to kind of sit back and get to know your kids, like, on a whole other level. Again, you know, it's like the last, like, probably like a, you know, 8, 10, whatever, 13-year-old, probably older than that, they don't want to hang out with you. But <laughs> They might, though. They might throw all stuck in the house. But, yeah, true. It's like you haven't really known your kids since they were, like, three and had, like, nothing going on. Yeah. I mean, you know? c- come day come day four, five, six, seven, your kids, like, you're, he's, he or she will naturally crave human intimacy and you will hang out. Because mm. that's, like, it's biological. It's in our genetics. Like, we don't want to be alone for a long yeah. period of time. Well, it's actually really funny because I feel like. At first, people were like, oh, "I'm Netflix binging, like I'm doing this and doing that." And that's then I, that's I feel what like, I thought was gonna happen. and then I feel like now more people are being like, "Wow, I just read this book that's been collecting dust on my nightstand." Like, oh my gosh, I just like reconnected with a friend from like this long, you know, like because you actually have time to sit and you're both stuck in quarantine. You're like FaceTiming a friend that you haven't talked to in a year or something, and you're whatever it is, you know. Don't call me bitches. Or you just actually have time to sit and relax and take a bath. The thing, all right, this is point number, I'm getting to kind of point number three, but We're going to point another three. thing, no, but it is, like, that's what I want to talk about, is just being able to, like, spend time is really nice, and 
like that intimate time because there's really no distractions. Like you still have your phone and you still have like, you know, your TV and things like that. So that could be a, distra- a distraction, but no like distractions of having to go somewhere and yeah. being like in a time crunch. Yeah. It's usually, I feel like it's always the time crunch that gets people. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Like, and it's, it's funny that like things that you would have thought were so important and could not be moved like two weeks ago are now just completely canceled. And like, it's just are you like, talking about like meetings with certain people? Yeah, it's like meetings yeah. or like doctor's appointments or like games that you had, like a you know, soccer game or something that you're like, I'm not going to miss that. Like now it's like, or yeah, like especially with work stuff. And now it's just completely... Irrelevant. Can't, yeah, it's just so funny to think like something you were stressing about two weeks ago is now not even there. That's true. We don't really have that, so. No, we don't. Not, like, Opal's so little, and we're lucky, and, like, she's not in school, but, you know, I have been seeing a lot of parents who are struggling with, like, that balance of having to work from home and also having their kids full-time. Honestly. Like, because the kids were in preschool. Yeah, I feel like it's... Or whatever, or, you know, in school, and it's, like... Especially preschool, like especially if your kid is younger. If your kid's like, you know, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 and up, they can kind of entertain themselves while you work. But when they're younger, like, you know, like Ansel or someone, like a, like a little kid, like, they need your full attention. They're not doing things like, they may for 20 <laughs> minutes entertain themselves, but they're going to still be like all up in your business and stuff. And I have been seeing like a lot of parents being like, it's such like a, it's a blessing and a hardship because it's like, you're really, you're trying to have like these meetings but then your kid's, like, in the background, like, ah! <laughs> people, I'm, like, curious for the people who are working at home. I'm, like, what are you actually, like, I'm curious what the jobs are that people are still working from home. Because if everything stopped, what the fuck are you guys talking about? I mean, like, what if, like, you still need to do... No, I know there are some things. I'm trying to think, like, as a, as a whole, like, enough people. How many, like, how many people does that affect, I suppose? Yeah. Of, like, who is still working from home. Yeah. Well, I know one of my friends said that her sister works at Facebook, and, like, they're still having their meetings oh, and stuff. I guess they're still, all like, of continuing. IT. Yeah. IT would definitely still work. Yeah. Probably they're probably working more because they're like, ooh, everyone's home. Let's harass them. <laughs> or everyone's home and they need a ton of help. Yeah, I was going to say, also, everyone's home and that's putting a lot more people on their, like, on platforms. their platforms. And yeah. they got to be able to, like, uh, what's that called? So it doesn't crash, you know? Yeah. Be able to stabilize, like, more <laughs> users on their platforms. But I just read a thing that Instacart, so, you know, the groceries where you can, like, get your groceries online. Okay. So, Instacart is an app on, maybe it's on your phone, too. I've done it online before. But where you can get, like, you choose a grocery store, and then you order all of your groceries online, and then they drop it off to your house. To any grocery store? Like, majority, yes. Oh, I don't think, like, Weaver or something small is on there, but, like, yeah. Costco's, BJ's, Sprouts. Yeah. So, like, all the major ones are on there. But they... I saw that last week in one day, or it was either last, it was either all of last week or in one day last week, they, they made like, so the number of people that signed up was the same number of people that they were like anticipating were going to sign up for the whole year. In one week? In one or, week. Or one day? Yeah. I can't remember if it was one, one week or one day, but it was like, so you know how like every year you're like, okay, we've been growing 10%, so we think we're going to have... 15,000 people next year. Yeah. It's like they literally got 15,000 people in that one week. That's pretty cool. Like that's For just, them. yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Well, it's crazy how some businesses are like being able to, this is the wrong word because capitalize sounds really bad, but kind of like capitalize on all of this. And some businesses are just going to like crumble. Benefit would be the right word. Benefit. Yeah. I mean, 
yeah, some businesses, like you're just SOL if there are certain laws that stop you. But mm-hmm. like other businesses that are innovating, like people who didn't offer delivery before and are doing it now out of like a light, like basically like just turning a switch and just like, hey, we're going to roll, like we're going to figure it out. We're going to roll with it. Or like the curbside pickups, a really cool idea, which I thought was nice. The ones who didn't deliver and then are managing the logistics of delivering and not like messing up. That's impressive. Yeah, that is really good. The people who are like the restaurants or cafes or whatever that are delivering. Yeah. That didn't deliver before. To map out, yeah, like mapping out where you're going. I'm sure they're not doing that. I'm sure they're just (laughs) like, they're just going, but like they're doing everything they possibly can to To stay alive. I don't I mean, I'm sure it is to stay alive too, but I think it's also to help the people. Yeah. Like all the people, all their community that go to them on a daily or by a daily or twice a week, like they all still need those things. But like, because the law says you can't have them, they're trying to help them. Yeah. Which I think is pretty cool. No, I think it's really, it's awesome to see, like you were saying, like how people are innovating and how people are finding ways to make certain things work. <clears throat> I'd, be, I'd be curious if more startups will boom out of this phase, just because I feel like a startup happens... Because there is there is a need, and then they, they find a way to meet it better than anyone else or like create something. And now there's another need that they're going to meet it. Maybe it'll like re-spark their blood flow to their brain a little bit and be like, what else can we do? I do. I feel like a lot of people are probably like – and also one of the things with like slowing down is like you can actually – you don't have the, the stress – that you had in your life once, like all of the busyness and the stress that was like bubbling up in your body and your body can finally breathe, which means your creativity is going to just be like, creativity actually comes from your diaphragm. It's a funny story. It's breathing. Yeah. Which makes sense. Like, yeah, like expanding your diaphragm. But when you're stressed, you always take short breaths. Mm -hmm. So your diaphragm shrinks. Yeah. Just a fun fact for everyone. That's why a lot of creative people will do active breathing. Yeah. But they actually, they'll, they'll literally run. To try to come up with an idea. They'll like oh, get yeah. on a treadmill and they'll like sprint for 10 minutes and then they'll like try to focus on whatever they're trying to create. A lot of more, a lot of like OG bigger marketing people used to do that in like firms. Like that oh. used to be a thing. Really? I don't know if it's still a thing. That's but. funny. I never heard of that. But that makes, I definitely hear people like just taking time, like basically just doing like breathing exercises and things like that. Yeah. Or you do like, you know, breathing meditation or. Yeah. It's from your diaphragm. Yeah. That makes sense though. Yes, I feel like people are going to be more come out of this more creative. I'll be curious, yeah, and like be able to to innovate now and be proactive instead of reactive. Exactly, which will be better because it's probably gonna happen again. <laughs> yeah, because this reaction if, will because probably if happen this again. does happen again, people will know how to react. Yeah, in a better way than like scrambling around. Yeah, so I'm happy that people are taking a little bit more time to appreciate their life. Yeah, I feel like more people are going out in nature and, like, taking that time to be out in the sun, to be outside, and spend time with, like, family and friends. And they're not going to places that are, like, oh, I mean, some people are still going to bars and stuff, but, like... Most bars are closed. Yeah, true. They're probably not going to bars. But not everywhere. That's not everywhere. I don't know, but most. Yeah. But, like, people are, like, not going to the places where they used to congregate that kind of just, like, blurred them. They're, like, being intentional about meeting up with people. And it's not, you know, 100,000 people. It's, like, oh, these two friends. Or, you <laughs> yeah. know, or, like, this other family. We're also going to meet up with this other family. And we're going to play a board game. Because <laughs> a board game. I was just telling Ashley. Ashley's sister's coming to town. And she was like, I had all these things mapped out. Like, I was going to go to museums and certain restaurants. 
and now they're just going to be stuck with us, and I'm like, oh, better get some board games I and know. cards. <laughs> she's like, I bought coloring books. <laughs> oh, because kids. Oh, yeah, they do have kids. I forgot. I was. I just thought she was being funny, but that actually makes sense. <laughs> The sister has I could kids, definitely right? see Ashley coloring in a coloring book. Yeah, That's why. I, I mean, like, me oh, too. Okay. Coloring is meditative. I mean, I've, I've never been a drawer, so. But coloring, I'm sure like I, a pattern or something, you oh, don't find that meditative? You know. scribble sometimes when you're like. No, I don't. Yeah, you do? No, I don't. I look at your notes, and you have like notes like they're like boxed in, or they're like. That's how I'm memorizing. I know, but I'm saying, see, so you that's like called, that's considered doodling. No, I'm memorizing things. It's still doodling, though. No. Doodling yes, is what you do when your brain does what it fucking wants to do. You're I am, still doodling. I am purposefully trying to memorize certain things. All right. Well, you still do stuff like that. Whatever. Another thing that I want to talk about is the grocery stores. What about Because that? there's so much. Well, I, th- like, I've gone to two different grocery stores, and... They vote the aisles are empty. Like the aisles are getting like ransacked. Like all of the processed, just trash food. But the produce continues to stay flourishing. Like the produce just it st- everything's still there. Literally everything is there besides garlic. <laughs> like all everything you could ever imagine. Potatoes, avocados, like all the fruit is there. All, all, all the, the vegetables greens. is there. Yeah, like everything is there. And people are like, I don't know what to eat. I'm like, bro. And they're like, there's nothing at the grocery store to eat. I'm like, literally, there's so much. Like, turn your head to the left, like, or wherever your produce is. You can make an entire meal out of pro- like out of that section. You don't need... I don't know what people think you... Like, I don't know no, why... The, the same people like, who are buying all the processed stuff are the same people who bought all the chips in the whole entire store. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, what, first of all, what do you think? Like, do you think the powers going to go out? Like, why are you buying, like, canned foods and foods that are preserved? It's, it's like, the power's not going out at all. That's not happening. Whether you're quarantined or not, yeah. the power's not going out. Like... But it's so funny how people are freaking out that there's no food, yeah, but a, there is food. That just made me think, like, every week we all eat the same amount of food, and the stores are going to stay open the whole time. I don't understand why everyone's buying a ton of food. That's so confusing. I think because they think that they're not... Oh, yeah, the stores will stay open. Will, yeah, the stores Maybe will they don't open. want to go out. Like, maybe they're stocking up because they're, like, too scared to I go mean, out. I mean, unless you're, like, 55 years older, you can still go out. But maybe they're scared, is what I'm saying. Scared. Yeah. I know, that's so true, though. I'm, like, I'm so, I'm so confused. Like, once you just said that, I've never, I haven't, like, stopped to think about it. I'm like, I don't understand why you guys are going out it's and buying, like, 30 you. days I worth know, of product. And like, it's so true. And you're probably going to eat it five times as fast because you just have it in your house and you're literally, like, a lot of people eat because they're bored. Bored, yeah. And you're going to be... Especially snack food. Yeah. Scary, guys. I'm scared for... That's so true. I bet you people are going to be eating a lot more. Like, all the Everyone's snacks you thought were... pounds in the next two weeks. <laughs> All the snacks you thought were going to last. The gyms are closed and they're eating junk food. What's wrong with y'all? Terrible. Yeah, that's funny. Go on more walks. Walk 5,000 times a day. Well, if, the, if they're afraid to go out, then they're, they're not going to be walking around. I know. I think they're just like afraid to maybe like go to places where other people are. If you're outside, the germ can't, like if you're outside, the virus can't, doesn't live in the air. Right? It doesn't, like, unless someone sneezes on you. But if I'm just, like, walking around, it's not out there. It's more like at the grocery store, I think they're scared to, like, touch something and then, like, touch their face or, like, I don't know. Mm. Or, like, someone with the virus, like, touches a pepper and then they touch it. 
Even though I don't think you can live on peppers. I don't know. I have no idea what you can I'm not really entirely sure how this how that whole process happens. But, yeah, but maybe they're just scared to Yeah, exactly. Go where other people are. But yeah, there's so much produce, guys. Don't be stressing. Go and cook a home cooked meal. Like that meal that you've been wanting to try to make. Cook it. You got plenty of time. There's no excuses. Your kids don't have to be anywhere. You don't have to be do you, anywhere. You, do you don't think have people work. actually want you to don't make have to healthy go to the meals? Gym. Even if you don't want to make a healthy meal, make those cinnamon buns you've been wanting to make. Just don't like make fucking food. make those. Don't <laughs> just like make food. It. No, but it's like <laughs> like don't be eating. If you want to make chips, make your own homemade potato chips. You can do that. I don't buy chips. Yeah. You know, it's like you can make so much stuff that, especially things that you've been wanting to try. There's like you know, a, per, a person on Instagram or a per, or a blog that you've been following that has really good recipes that you've been wanting to try, but you're always thinking like, oh, I don't have enough time. Well, now you do. Or small seed big appetites videos. Yeah, go watch our videos. They're super easy. You can make them in. I'm so confused. Like why, Ten minutes or twenty minutes long. Yeah, I'm so confused why people are not buying more vegetables. They boost your immune system. They're anti-inflammatory. Yeah. They like they reduce. Also they reduce literally your risk. boost your immune system. Yeah, they reduce your risk of catching this virus. That was air quotes for the virus, guys. <laughs> they. That's yeah. It's so I confusing. Think, I'm so confused. I know. Well, I don't know if people are really thinking about... This is the biggest issue also with this. Is like, if you weren't taking care of yourself before and worried about being healthy, I do hope that this, like, scares people into wanting to take care of themselves and be healthy. I, I don't think that them. that's going gonna... to... Pro- me either. I, I wrote a post a couple of days about being proactive and reactive. Yeah. And I was just mad. All of a sudden, everyone's worried about their health when they're never worried about it on a daily basis. Like, that actually frustrates me. But they're also not worried, clearly, because still the produce is all there, no, and people are thinking they're worried about catching a disease that is fatal. But they're not—they're not worried about living fatally. A, a fatal. <laughs> they're not worried about actually living a quality of life. And I'm like, well, listen. If you were healthy in the beginning, you wouldn't catch the disease. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the real answer is not to like be afraid of the disease. It's to like armor your body so you can't catch it. Then you won't be worried about anything. Yeah. And I think that a lot of people are saying that the young people, like quote unquote young people are being selfish because like they're not worried about catching it. But, and because it's like, you know, like attacking like older generations and stuff. I mean, young people probably do have it, but you know what? This is actually not even true. Young people don't even take care of themselves. I know a lot of young people don't. I don't even know but why they're, they're their immune systems are typically stronger when you're. <laughs> why younger. are they not getting it? They literally they, don't take care they of are themselves. Good. I feel like they are, they do have it, but they're not showing any symptoms. Yeah. Because their body's strong enough to fight it. This this virus is really only attacking the people with compromised immune systems. And people, yeah, like and older people right. well, who who have who naturally have compromised immune systems. Is that what you're trying to say? Well, they only naturally have it because they've lived shitty for thirty years and now they're fifty years old. And yeah, and now and now their cardiovascular system and the respiratory system are Stop functioning at, at a fi- <laughs> at a fifty five or sixty percent because they're doing what all of you guys are doing right now for the last thirty years. It's true. Like, but you know, if you start if you're thirty right now and you start working out every day and switch to a highly high high amount of plant based diet and then drink a gallon and a half of water every day, or at least a gallon. A gallon and a half of water every day, and you live the next twenty years. The next time one of these massive viruses come around, you'll be immune too. Yeah, Immu- and you're not being immune, but it won't hurt you. Yeah, 
No, it's just taking care of yourself all the time. Right. Like, you should be preparing yourself all the time for for all of the things that go around. Like, not just this, but literally the flu. The regular flu. Like, yeah. Which the kills way more people than the corona. And, like, I don't know. There's probably stuff that goes around all the time. Even, like, the common cold. Like, things like that. Right. That, that people who are sick and don't take care of themselves always get. Right. But when you take care of yourself, you don't get. It's not even, yeah, it's not even about, like, fighting illnesses either. It's just, like... When you are when you are healthy and semi fit, your life is better, like completely better. Your movement's better. You're not in pain. You have more energy. You typically rise higher in the ranks through a business because you're the one who has like energy is always perceived as confidence, mm-hmm. and confidence is usually what they relate to like high testosterone and all of those things combined are what raise you up to be a leader, like. And also, when you are healthy and you take care of yourself, your brain functions better, right. which means you are smarter than you're all your coworkers. Pro- yeah, you're a problem solver. <laughs> you're not enough. Like, brain fog's real, and that usually comes from low circulation, and a lot of that is food. But it's also the lack of movement. Movement, yeah. Yeah. So, I think, now we're going to call this podcast, Live Smart. <laughs> First was silver lining, <laughs> now it's Live Smart. What's it going to be at the end? It'll be so You'll never know because that's what this is really about. Because this is the awakening part for all of for all of you. This should be a massive awakening that you need to change how you live your life. Yes. Yeah. Anything else you want to add to this? I'm trying to think if there's. I feel like there's a couple other points, but now I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, another good point that I saw another parent talking about, which just made me think about, <clears throat> is teaching your kids. And now they're like, wow, teachers should get paid a million dollars. This is the hardest thing ever to get my kid to sit and, like, listen and do this. And I'm just, like, laughing because teachers are on leave right now, not even getting paid. And the parents are like, why? Yeah, teachers are uh, one of the most abused industries of all. (laughs) Teachers and nurses are the most abused industry of all creation. And they're the ones getting, like, beat up during the the They take care of you. Like, literally, they raise your children. They educate and raise your Mm -hmm. children. And then nurses take care of you when no one else will. Mm-hmm. I'm like, they deserve to get paid, per, you know, I don't a know. A lot more. I don't know the amount, but yes. A lot more. That's all I'm going to say. Someone can put a number to it. They deserve to get paid a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's funny how I feel like a lot of people are just starting to realize, like, all of these little things. And it's pretty funny. Also, you know what else I feel like is good about this? You're having to be more resourceful in your home and be like, what do we have here? What can we keep ourselves entertained with? You know what I mean? I feel like people are also starting to like work on projects that they put aside. Like we just built our sandbox that Opal's had since her first birthday. That's we finally not, had that's time. That's not because of the corona built, though. Yeah. I mean, kind of because like orders are slower and uh, therefore I you suppose. had time to stay home yeah. and therefore you got to build the sandbox. And I literally saw our neighbor down the street was redoing their entire deck Jeez. And you said that you were at Lowe's and there was like a ton of people in there getting like all like house, house goods. I was so like, yeah, like I feel like people are like, wow, finally, I've been wanting to do that in my home. been wanting to do this home improvement project and now they're doing it because they're like locked in their house or they have to be or there's nothing else open or works closed or whatever. So it's kind of funny that people are like getting to those things that you've been pushing off for so long. Finally hanging up your newborn's pictures that are like seven years old. Newborn seven <laughs> don't, don't years old. Don't even hang up, guys. Put, <laughs> yeah. up a, put up a relevant picture. I wonder for the people who don't have like family and kids and maybe not a large friend circle, they're probably benefiting from being alone. Because yeah. those are the people who usually are like working all the time. They're really busy, like quote, like quote unquote busy, like distracted. Like there's such a benefit of like slowing down and having time with your own thoughts. 
I think it's going to be really good for people, yeah, to just be alone and have quiet time and be able to sit with themselves. I mean, I feel like we talk about that on every podcast, but it's so healing and so important for people to be able to process through things. And so I think this is going to be a large time of people like processing things. My biggest concern is, not my biggest concern, I don't know if concern is the right word, but I feel like as soon as life starts over again, everyone's... 90% 90% of people are going to forget revert right back to their old life. It's so easy to do that. It's yeah. I'm I'm going to be interested to see what happens like after all of this. Like if people will, if some people will and some people won't, like I also wonder like how as a country, like I don't know how America's going to be, but like countries like Italy, like you know, you see them over there I know everybody's seen the Instagram videos of them singing off their balconies and, like, they're, like, watching movies projected on, like, uh, another building. Well, they're, and, they're, like, a highly community-based... And that's why I'm, I'm curious to know, like, what's going to come out of those type of places. Like, what's going to happen in those areas, you know? What do you think's going to happen? I don't know. Well. Just, like... Like, they're already very community-based, but, like... I don't know. Just unites them further. Yeah. Probably. Or, like, is Venice now going to realize that they need to, like, take, you know, some time off and be like, okay, at this time we're going to stop running the boats. Doubtful. I know. It's hard when it's, like, what makes money. I know. And that's what it does. Also, they're on a ticking timeline because Venice is going to be in the ocean in 50 years or less. Probably, probably, probably 10 years with the way global, like, global warming. But this could have, like, helped a lot with global warming. In, a po- in, like, reducing all of the, you know... Like the melting? Yeah. From everybody slowing down and stopping and stopping using things. Let's, and- let's just be honest. In all of time, the Earth has had to wipe out part of the human race. It's coming eventually, guys. <laughs> Don't fear the inevitable. <laughs> it's that... What's it called? The end game? Yeah. The I'm Avengers like, when they, like, yeah. I'm like, destroys half Some of you must die so the future yous can live. So your future generation... Yeah. I mean, your future families right i think holly and i talk about like i've talked about this i'm like if you're like if you have to sur- survive on mostly it's me talking about this guys holly's not really onto this message but if you have to survive by like being taken care of and you live on medications and like you're immobile in the natural world you'd be dead I'm like you know maybe this the earth's just doing you all the kindness right now Yes. Well, like no. Like with the but, people who are dying, or what? Well, or you just mean in just general? Step, yeah, like step. You know, this is just a process. Yeah. But I'm like, all, that's step. that's a very unnatural way to live, and that would have never happened before. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are on medication for things that they could easily prevent, take away. Yeah, that they could easily change by lifestyle and diet changes. I know. And that's probably the hardest this thing whole, for people I mean, to recognize. Know, even this whole disease was preventable. Just don't eat animals. It's really easy. <laughs> I'm just going to throw it out there. <laughs> I saw like I saw like a statistic that like I forgot the the bird the last huge one was the bird flu that came through 10 years like In 2009. 11 years ago and it killed 30% of all the people, not 2%, 30%. I was, reading that, I was reading that, sorry, real quick on that, you know, it's funny, 11 years later, is I was reading that one big, like, virus sweeps through the world every decade. 
Because it needs to happen. Yeah. We got to weed. No, that's what like, I'm saying. It's a it's, weeding process. It's funny. That's funny that you were just saying that because I just like remembered that. Well, anyway, my part of my point of that was it killed 30% of people, not 2%, and the world didn't get shut down. The other part of that was I fucking forgot. Eating animals. <laughs> oh, yeah. That also came from eating animals. And the mad cow disease came from eating animals. Like every major, <laughs> every major virus that that just like runs through the world is all part of anim, like animal welfare. Ebola. Ebola. Yep. Same thing. That was because that was fecal. I was like that was mixing poop into our vegetables. Food. Yeah. It was when manufacturing places weren't cleaning their stuff properly, and they process like the meat in the same manufacturer as the vegetables, and that's how it spreads. Really. Yes. E. coli. I think you're thinking of E. coli. E. coli, yeah, yeah. Not Ebola. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Ebola was the other one when we were in California. That was the one that, like, I don't actually know if that's from animals. I think it was from a pig. I can't remember. Probably. But almost all of them are from animals. They're from eating. you guys eating animals, guys. Yeah. It's literally from consuming animals, which is so easy to stop. We're in 2020. Come on. Yeah, I don't, like, I do it. Holly does it. Opal does it. And you know what? My burgers have been missing ever since all this happened, so... Your vegan burgers? Yeah, my beet ones. That's so funny, because I see, like, some... Pla- <laughs> I see some... <laughs> I, <laughs> I see some places... Is uh, what you're talking about? I see, like, so, like I see... Because I follow, like, a lot of my vegan... A lot of my following is vegans. Yeah. Um, a lot of the people I interact with in my following are vegan, so they always come up on my feed. But, like, they're posting... Because they're in the middle of nowheres, and then they're posting, like, their vegan section is completely full. Like, no one's eating the vegan food. Oh. Like, and they're like, this is heaven. Great. And I'm like, that shit's not happening here. Like, <laughs> I wish there was tons of vegan food I know. Here. That's what I'm saying. People are also, like, taking all the so, vegan food. Even the tempeh and stuff is getting low. Like, last time I was there, I described I think they were trying to find things that last in the fridge for a long period of time. Yeah. Versus, like, meat is seven to ten days in the fridge. But can you just throw meat in the freezer? Yes, but if these people think the temp, like, if they think the power's <laughs> going to go out, right? Meat, so, meats versus plants. Meats, Why do they think the power's going to go out? Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> I but don't know. Meat, meat versus plants is meats uh, spoil faster because mm-hmm. they, they get bacteria. Plants can last longer without being refrigerated or frozen. Yeah. They don't spoil. But, so, next time you're strolling through the grocery store and you're looking to buy some chicken or some beef, think coronavirus. All of this happened because of all of that. Don't support it, guys. Just don't do it. The end. Is there more to this podcast? I'm trying to think. No. It was mostly, <laughs> I literally mostly just wanted to talk about, like you were saying, kind of the silver lining of all of this and being able to kind of take a step back and appreciate this time that we're being forced to settle down. Like, this time they're being forced to slow down. I know there's, like, a lot of stress because, like, things like jobs and work and businesses, there's a lot of unsure gray area that you don't know what's going to happen right now. But there's also a lot of blessings in all of this. Things being, like, you know, being able to go outside in nature, being able to get these projects done at your house, being able to spend time with your family and friends. It's, it's about focusing on what you can control. So I'm like, if you're a person who literally relies on a job and you are not responsible for creating the revenue, and your job is temporarily closed, you just need to live in the moment and wait for that to reopen. And then, obviously, if this lasts, I would think if this lasts an, ob- an obnoxious amount of time, the whole, the whole entire government will have to do something. 
And then, fuck, but also we'll worry about that when that comes. Like you can't like literally stressing about it and wanting to go back to work when you can't is useless. Mm-hmm. You're, you're living in the past or you're living in the future. And the only thing that matters is quite literally now. Mic drop.